Hello and welcome to the Daily Lawyer podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Jana Krishnan. I am your host. And uh, in today's podcast, we're actually kicking off a new series, which I'm very inter- excited about. And uh, we're calling it The Daily Stories. A lot of you may know that the Daily Lawyer platform was begun to educate and empower people with relevant legal information to safeguard them from the thunderstorms of business and life. So that when rainy day hits, because of the TDL umbrella, you know how to respond or even whom to contact or where to go for such information. Towards this end, I started the Daily Lawyer podcast. And um, while you know we've had a lot of interviews on the podcast, most of the interviews have been focused uh, with lawyers and towards lawyers or law students, I realized um, that it is important to bring business owners on the podcast for for them to talk about their journeys in the business and um, their experiences with, uh, with various situations that led them to understand the importance of having their documentation right or the correct legal advice uh, or a legal team. Uh, And all of these questions, because, you know, specifically in India, but also in many other places abroad, we don't think it is important to go to a lawyer unless we have a problem. It's only when, pardon my language, when shit hits the fan is when we want to go to a lawyer and we believe that the lawyer's job is just to clean up all all of the mess. While I don't disagree, yes, that is part of the job, uh, it will benefit all of us as business owners or as people to understand our risks much in advance so that the problem doesn't take place at all. It is towards this end that I started the daily story series and I'm so happy to welcome my first guest on the series. Uh, I'm so happy to welcome Mr. Aditya Ayer. He is the co-founder of NeoTrader. As a side note, NeoTrader is an absolutely fantastic, one-of-its-kind software for trading in the stock markets. At the moment, it is confined to Indian markets. This video is not sponsored by NeoTrader, but I am a personal user of it. I love it, and I'm just talking about it. Um, Aditya Ayer is what? Aditya Ayer is an MBA. He is a CMT, so he's a member of the Chartered Market Technicians fraternity as well. For five years, he worked as an equity research um, in equity research in a in a large uh, financial services company. Before he made the transition into entrepreneurship and uh, co-founded New Trader, um, along with his amazing other co-founder, who is a, a trainer in the stock markets and all of that good stuff. So. Um, in the last two years of the pandemic, Aditya's firm has really seen uh, a lot of changes, a lot of growth, and I thought he will be the best person to come on because I have also worked with him, so I know, um, you know, all of the challenges that he faced, or he, as in the founder of the company, faced, um, and how what he did to overcome, what are the kind of processes that he put in place. So I thought he will be the best. He will be the best person to sort of kick off this series. Uh, and I'd love for him to talk about uh, the breadth of the experience that he has garnered in the last two years. So Aditya, welcome to the Daily Lawyer podcast. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. Yeah. Most 
most welcome i i meant everything that i said you've had a pretty meteoric rise in the last two years but that has not come without its fair share of challenges and because i have been on the inside of those challenges i i uh, really appreciate uh, what it took for you to uh, handle those challenges and what it could, and how you continue to manage um, all of the uh, small and big problems that are, that is coming your way so you are truly a representation of uh, you know the, these thunderstorms that we say in business and life and how you weathered it in the last two years so just very quickly i want to in your words if you can tell the audience briefly what do you do for a living what is your company called where are you located first of all uh, thank you so much for inviting me to this podcast i am truly honored to be uh, a guest in this podcast let alone be your first guest so yes thank you so much and um, i think you've <laughs> done a pretty uh, pretty uh, pretty good job of covering what we do at neo trader but to sum it up all i'll say is that we help anyone and everyone make money in the stock market using our software called neo trader uh, we train people in the field of technical analysis and we also advise and manage people's money in the stock market so all in all we are a 100% stock market focused company a stock market focused firm we are a young company and we are growing and we are you know uh, learning the ropes of business and also you know trying to face all the challenges that come along with that yes uh, well said and also um, just to clarify at the moment you are focused in, on the indian stock markets and yes. mostly on the equities and yes, futures side yeah we are located in bombay and we are a domestic focused company so yes all our operations right now is uh, centered around the indian stock market and yeah. we help people trade in the market that's true though because i also use i am speaking as a user of neo trader because i do use the software in my personal capacity so i can vouch for its uh, efficacy because i haven't really lost money in the in in the way the markets are swung from up to down and i, I genuinely have not lost money um uh, but um, i mean i haven't lost money on an average not on a daily basis sometimes you do i would congratulate you for that yeah and i'm and i'm sure a lot of that you know uh, like like should be accredited to you and your process and your investment yeah decision. but i just followed the signals like the only thing i did was being disciplined and following the signals i didn't use my brain so uh, for someone like me it was perfect because mm -hmm. it gives me just enough information to trade and i don't have to use my brain so that's wonderful wonderful keep it up thanks now uh, aditya i i know you so i know how anal you are about documentation uh, because i am the one who's doing your documentation and i know how much you yeah. call me and say oh i need the answer i need you to tell me this by the end of day and so on but uh, i and being in the industry in the industry for a while i know that this is not common like most yeah. business owners do not especially somebody uh, who's um, a startup founder uh, and and you are a young startup founder 
especially someone like you are people are not that anal about documentation so what is it that made you believe that documentation is so important and why do you think how has it helped you why do you think it is so important rather uh, like prevention is better than cure right and it's true uh, like, yeah okay let me put it this way i myself come from the stock market i myself am a stock market trader i myself mentor people in the field of uh, in the field of trading and one thing that i have always you know uh, that we sort of um, tell people to do in the market is have a stop loss right so when we trade and if the stock that we are trading goes against our favor we put a stop loss so so that sort of covers our downside right if you're going to uh, and that's the same principle we apply in our business as well so having proper legal documentation and having contracts in place and and you know complying with all the necessary regulations may it be sebi regulations or may it be uh, the normal business regulations is like our way of applying a stop loss in our business you know so if in case anything goes wrong our downside is covered does not mean that something might go wrong but like if at all you know something happens like we are safe and we are always like on the right side of the law that's true i love the way you gave the uh, stop loss analogy i don't think i could have put it better myself because uh, it is very very true and i'm i'm one of my biggest aims through the daily lawyer platform is to get this information and this sort of thinking to more people in the world especially in our country that uh, it's nothing but a stop loss you know it's it's a risk mitigation strategy yeah. so that's fantastic um i'm going to quote you on this actually i'm going to take this and quote you on this uh, i don't know in one of us yeah but uh, aditya as a business owner what do you what would you say are your top priority items as a startup any owner okay any business owner okay let me not talk about any business owner let me just talk about myself first thing is revenue right that's the first priority is ensuring that the revenue is flowing in the company and because that's the lifeblood because with uh, that's what keeps everything moving the next thing would be to sort of strategize and you know come up with growth initiatives growth strategies and ensure that it's getting implemented and of course the third thing and i think this is the most important thing would be to have a proper review mechanism uh, would be to have proper systems and processes and have a very robust way to review that and ensure that whatever you planned and whatever you sort of set out to do that's happening smoothly and that's happening in a diligent manner oh that's actually a very good answer i must say uh, and i think a lot of business owners including myself because today i am a business owner from being just a lawyer uh, i can totally relate uh, but how do you factor risk mitigation in this like how do you because you did speak about stop loss uh, yeah. and and because i know you i know that that is also a very so a crucial Uh, item in your sort of priority mm. list but how do you factor risk mitigation you're talking to somebody who's coming to you and asking you listen i'm just about to start my business what are things i need to focus on yes you gave 1 2 3 but would you want to tell them about you know strategies for risk mitigation uh, what should you do and 
what do you have to say about that i think it's you know just uh, had uh, don't try to do everything by yourself especially when it comes to managing risk you know try to meet as many people as you can and try to hire some professionals who can do that work for you so that is what i would say because it's a very very important facet of your business sure. uh, something that you cannot ignore yeah. and and something that not all of us are uh, you know uh, formally educated or qualified to sort of do yeah. so it's best to sort of hire someone who can do that work for you and who can sort of advise you along the way yeah on what is right and what is wrong and sort of implement yeah. that yeah that's actually a good answer again you're giving me a lot of quotable quotes so i'll probably quote you on this as well now uh, do you have any instance uh, maybe in your life or maybe in, in the life of somebody that you know uh, but you know first hand uh, that you or this person suffered any kind of loss because it can be any kind of loss can be reputational financial some random criminal complaint that was uh, that was uh, put on them piracy anything uh, and you know with just a little bit of information or the the uh, on legal information just a little bit of information uh, they could have or you could have uh, made a had had made a better decision you know it wouldn't have reached this point let's just say do you have anything like that that you can share see i i myself work in a b to c sort of uh, business in the stock market that's a heavily regulated area uh, that has so many regulatory bodies watching over so people can go and complain to any sebi or the nsc or bsc and tomorrow you could get a circular and all of these things right so yes i have uh, you know i myself have been subject to certain times in my business where because i didn't write one line hmm. on my company website disclaimer we you know i was uh, i had yeah. to face some consequences yeah. for that like for something as simple as that yeah and but are yeah, you comfortable and... uh, aditya i think a lot of people may be uh, may relate to this particular thing that you said yeah. so can you expand a little bit when you say that oh first i did not write one line uh, no without like uh, i am not going to ask you too many details which you are not which you may not want yeah. to give but just to explain to somebody what do you mean by that one line and uh, what was the general context of of this complaint no like like in general you have your business terms like whether like payment terms refund uh, refund terms and in case uh, and in the uh, and in the case for us in the stock market you have a lot of uh, terms prescribed uh, by the regulator where you can't uh, promise x amount of returns or you cannot write uh, so and so things on your website if you have a sebi registration it needs to be here on your website it should mm. not be on the top it should be on the bottom it mm. should be somewhere where it's visible and all of these things so mm. 
these are small minute things that yes. get lost in 100 page circulars yes. it's not humanly possible for every person starting a business to sit and read the circular and go and cross check yes. but legal experts are aware of this and they are aware of the loopholes so uh, like initially when i was starting out because i did not have um i think i had um, placed my you know sebi registration number on the wrong page of the website mm-hmm. it was supposed to be on the uh, f- on the home first page. fold of the home page and i think i put it somewhere else and i had to face some consequences of that you know mm-hmm. it's something really small it yeah. may sound stupid yeah. you know i am registered i have all of the paperwork in place but you know that yeah. can sort of yeah bite you back one day yeah and the uh, you know the redressal mechanism to sort of make that okay mm. is going to be really painful yeah. it's not like you just call and you just change it and and it goes you need to like send um, email send letters go to the office wait uh, you know uh, like you know wait for your turn and then you go and you meet those officials and it's not a very yeah. it's time consuming yeah. it's taxing it's boring and it's just it just you 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 know sucks the energy out of you Absolutely. so uh, post that i think we um, we ensured that we have documentation we have contracts we have all the necessary disclaimers in place on yeah. our websites uh, yeah. there have also been times when you know we also deal with a lot of big uh, being a small company in the in an in an industry like a like the stock yeah. market or uh, you know you end up uh, having to tie up with these large financial insti- institutions and these large brokers who are um, who are giants you know yeah. so they can sort of you know uh, throw contracts at you and they yeah. very casually ask you to sign it yeah. and in the fine print you will have some really absurd terms that yeah. sort of no nope. yeah. uh, that's that can literally sort of take you out i know and sort of put them in a very very uh, uh, you know beneficial spot yeah yeah so having a legal expert on board having yeah. someone like you vetting our contracts has sort of you know helped us um, yeah. avoid such one sided and uh, you know yeah uh, you know, i i i distinctly yeah. remember this one of these situations where uh, yeah. you brought me in on the call because yes. i think both me and the other side's legal we were not able to agree uh, i yeah. was not willing to allow you to sign yeah. the document and it was a very lucrative offer for you and this was yeah. a good 2 years ago so the company was even smaller than what it was now and and it was a very lucrative offer and you really wanted yeah. it because it would have yes. really uh, sort of set you up quickly yeah. on the path of uh, if everything would have gone well but uh, i i simply could not accept the level of risk that uh, you were exposing yourself to and i really credit you for agreeing with me or uh, having faith in my advice uh, to sort of say no and and basically we, we lost uh, that contract right we lost yeah. the the work did not come to us we had to walk away from the table after everything commercials had been agreed but we had to walk away from the table so i know it was really hard uh, but i credit you for really sticking to your principles it's not easy at all especially when the offers that lucrative uh, yeah. and the upside is so much that you can see yeah so 
so i i i have seen you through that one at least couple but this one was the most lucrative so i have seen mm-hmm. you through that and uh, i'm specifically mentioning it because a lot of us will be in that position and we'll be like kya hone wala hai you know what is going to happen it's not going to happen to me i trust this guy i trust that guy he's a good guy uh, he will not let that happen but we have to understand that when we deal with companies uh, that guy may not be there in that company any longer you know or things yeah. may change so please look at your yeah. interest uh, not selfishly as in don't discard the other person's interest don't discard commercial interest work towards a solution for sure uh, but not not stupidly okay um i think you have alluded to this in and through the uh, through our conversation but i just want to ask you this question one more time uh, do you believe and do you think that it is important for a startup founder to have a legal team uh, and if yes then when would you hire this this legal help i think uh, if you can do it and if you can afford to do it you should do it on day one hmm. uh, and um, if not day one i'd say do it asap whenever oh. you can but even if you don't say have an in house legal team you can always you know seek the expert uh, expert On opinion case case of yeah yeah from uh, you know legal practitioners there are yeah. so many legal counsels legal uh, agencies yeah you know so many so many lawyers that so, can help you yeah so yeah so start I from day one yeah it's day one it's non negotiable according yeah. to me yeah and especially if you are in a working in an um, in a regulated market and in a regulated industry um then you better do it as fast as possible yeah. you know don't wait don't waste a second yeah and uh, you know a lot of people go to cas so cas are very very important and they do bring uh, a different kind of expertise to the table but a lot of people only go to a ca uh, when they are starting a business and they don't go to a lawyer at all so do you yeah. so yeah. i want to just clarify with you do you believe that we have to do both ca and lawyer at the beginning just like how you go to a ca you don't have an in house ca you go to a professional who does it for yeah. you is that what you're saying yes yes uh see because i think a ca can only help you sort of set up your business and you know structure the business and the organizational chart and the, Tax, uh, the yeah. you know the organization structure in a way that it saves you maximum amount of tax yeah. right that's all you know yeah. the and, most tax efficient structure is what they can suggest yeah and automate and, and and manage your tax payments and other compliance basically yeah yeah, yeah right so But, basically it's more of taking care of the accounting part of it yeah. the tax angle yeah. and the business structuring angle right yeah. uh, but it still leaves you completely exposed yeah. to the law pertaining to your domain and your industry yeah right? and also the, the, the contractual uh, obligations as well right yes exactly yeah, risk- like like uh, going back to the contract yeah. that we were doing with that company yeah. you know uh, i don't think a ca or any ca would yeah. have been competent enough to sort of uh, you know um, yeah. help us with that or maybe complying with sebi uh, laws and sebi regulations uh, your ca is not going to sort of help you do all Pro- of that probably not yeah not yeah. not every ca let's just put it that not way. every ca maybe yeah. some for sure 
because there is a lot of interlap overlap between our uh, professions okay uh, aditya this is the last question to close out this segment what would you say are the main pain points uh, that you are facing in your business today the way your business stands today from a legal compliance uh, strategy growth perspective i think uh, the when it comes to legal uh, compliance the main pain point is that you know uh, a circular comes and then you 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 need to start figuring out how to comply with it uh, you don't since you yourself are not an expert in the law you don't know how to sort of get your way around that and how to comply right and second thing is that when you go and when you sort of meet someone and you decide to do business with somebody if you are not skilled in making contracts yourself you have no option but to accept the contract they send you and um, you know skimming through that and understanding the nitty gritties and understanding the fine print sometimes becomes a challenge and you can get caught on the wrong side so that is the and of course the third challenge is scaling up which is the most common challenge everyone wants to scale up even we want to scale up and we want to scale up really fast and uh, while all the focus is in doing that we many times tend to overlook all of these finer aspects and we like you know let's see it later on yeah and perfect it comes to bite you in the back one day yeah well said what about uh, i know that you are uh, hiring a lot right and you've uh, had a little bit of challenges also when it comes to finding the right person yeah. or you've had some challenges even when you have to, when you have let go of people um i i could you talk a little bit about your experience uh, with that with the hiring and firing aspect is from a point of view of uh, having processes and policies in place because when you did not have processes and policies you had some issues uh, you know leaving employees they were saying oh i i deserve this also or i deserve this also you know and you were like no you don't deserve this you know so uh, what do you want what do you have to say for that especially in a in a startup kind of environment yeah like in the in the beginning it's more or less all hands on deck so you don't really think about all of this stuff but um, i think i was fortunate enough to uh, get these templates you know pre made templates from you so yeah. i think we used all of the templates we um, for you know uh, employment agreements and offer letters and appointment letters so that made our work pretty easy and um, you know that's But what i think can you speak about that i'm i am actually dragging you into speaking about one or two instances that i know before we put the employment template uh, employment yeah. agreement in place because there were instances where there you had people leaving and uh, them not returning company property whatever it was whatever you had given them oh, laptop yes, yes. mobile that was a like big that. deal oh, that yeah. was uh, that was a big problem i would say in 20 uh, around 2019 and um, uh, 2020 we had covid so 2019 there were a lot of people who were still working right uh, from office 2020 we sort of transitioned to work from office and uh, we had to work from home you mean yeah uh, sorry work from home and we had to do that in a hurry we didn't have time and at that time we just did what we have to do we sort of send 
you know, computers to our employees. We send mobile phones, everything, printers and all sort of hardware. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the software that we use, uh, uh, we, we, we had to compromise a lot of our uh, private information, passwords yeah. and all of that in the interest of faster work and better coordination Absolutely. and all of that. Yeah. Right. And um, yeah, I would say that um, that didn't really work out too well for us when some of those employees uh, either quit or were had to let go. Some of them didn't return the, you know, uh, the items. Uh, some of our passwords were compromised, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, I remember that. I remember you issues. calling me about this and saying, yeah. what do I do? Like, how do I now make sure that this yeah. doesn't happen to me again? So I, I only wanted to highlight this because I'm sure a lot of people would have gone through something like this uh, over the past. And of course, I forgot to mention data, especially a lot of our data also yeah. stood, uh, you know, because we could not, um, we could, we did not have that much time to sort of transition online in a very, um, you know, yeah, professional manner. To say. Yeah. yeah, like setting up everything, complete yeah. remote working infrastructure that took that eventually happened but yeah that it, took a while for all yeah. of that to come in place so yeah. in that transitionary phase i think we lost uh, um, a lot of data we yeah. ended up exposing a, a lot of private and sensitive information uh, about our company uh, to our employees and um, many of them should not have had access to that level of uh, intent, yeah information but and information but uh, you could not help that we yeah. could not help yeah and i can but just imagine the level of God, yeah in yeah. the in hindsight um Nothing all of happened. them were very professional about it all of yeah. them were very like you know understanding yeah. and yeah. no one really did anything wrong but yeah that was we were at a risk yeah and and i know that uh, you recognize the risk and then we put in play uh, we put in some provisions. I mean, we put in some systems in place, but but uh, yeah, the, the damage had already been done in the sense that you had already exposed yourself to that risk. Yeah. But I'm really glad you were very forthcoming about your uh, experience because I think it's very relevant to, I'm sure a lot of people may also relate to it. Uh, now, we are, we are done with the main segment of the podcast, but I do uh, this fun segment only for myself because I enjoy asking these questions and learning from. So it's called 54321. I ask you five of something, four of something, three of something, whatever. So uh, five productivity tips that you'd like to share. Five productivity tips. That should have been in one. <laughs> five is too much. Okay. Uh, how do I come up with five now? Okay. my I think the first one would be journaling yeah you know, daily journaling and you know like writing down what you think and what you think so there are various ways of, of journaling there are so many apps but mm. i still prefer those nice um, big hardbound notebooks journals that you can write on yeah, yeah it feels nice yeah then the next thing i would say is that second hack would be uh would be to have would be having a to do uh, to do to do list app so yeah. basically um like a like a task manager yeah so where you can collaborate with other people who mm. are in your team mm. and you can sit together discuss mm. something and say okay well, this is what we need to do this mm. is what you're doing you are doing and you are doing and i'm doing 
and we just put it into our task manager hmm. and we set reminders we set deadlines and it sort of sends yeah. notifications out to everyone and everyone knows what they're supposed to do and yeah. you end up sticking so many times i have you know only done work that i would have like otherwise forgotten or procrastinated with if i had not gotten that email from yeah. my task manager saying this is due yeah. a reminder and all of these things so that really yeah. helps yeah what are you comfortable sharing what task yeah. manager so i use like a like a crm called hubspot oh, okay. and within hubspot you have task management in built so you can use that yeah. uh, for emailing i use a lot of zoho products okay. so uh, so once you get into uh, any any product in that zoho uh, ecosystem Each. like zoho yeah. mail is something we use it yeah. comes along with all of these things like project management tasks yeah. reminders calendars all of these things are inbuilt even in your normal uh, email or gmail or all of these things you have um, you know you you have all of these inbuilt so that's okay. what we use and that uh, so to go about do you have any other life. hacks to share or it's just two productivity hacks that you want to talk i think about? i think this answer went long enough we can so, jump into the next the next question yeah. okay four uh, books uh, that you would recommend see i'm not so big on reading books i'm you know i uh, you know i am a sort of person who gets all my learning by uh, taking courses and uh, watching videos of people uh, you know or who are knowledgeable in my field or you know feel like that and that's what i do i think that uh, today there is this big boom in online courses in e learning every person in every niche you 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 have online coaches you have like recorded programs that you can take and watch at your own pace and i think i am a big stickler for that i think the edtech is replacing books books for uh, you is soon. it i'm not i i yeah. don't agree with you on that yeah. because that's still a book yeah. person but uh, uh, i i see how how it is very useful uh, yeah. and uh, okay three uh, three pieces of advice or uh, that you would want to give uh, a, a young graduate uh, or a young professional let's say a student someone, or a young someone person. who's in school someone who's in school or college or someone who's in college yeah. just getting uh, getting ready to get out into the professional oh, world or okay. someone who's just sort of graduated i think for someone who's in school or someone who's in college the only thing that um, i would want to say is that everything you learnt in school or college is going to get disrupted or become obsolete very soon so don't think that since you've gone through school you've done it well you your learning ends there be a lifelong learner and keep upskilling yourself and keep trying to learn new things every day uh, and for someone who maybe didn't do well in school i'd say don't worry about that because anyway what you were studying is going to become irrelevant anyway after some time huh so you are going to get a chance to reinvent yourself so grab that with both hands reinvent yourself pick up new skills and you know i i i think the earlier time that you know of the past 15 20 years it was all about having knowledge and being knowledgeable but i think in today's day and age like information knowledge is like commoditized it is everywhere it is information overload uh, skills 
and actually doing the work is his what is going to set you apart so the more skills you have the more uh, the more useful and the more successful you may become and information of course like information is available now at the tip of the finger it's not a novelty anymore yeah, yeah. good answer i i like your answer okay two life lessons that you have learned I, i'm not the one to give out life lessons uh, uh, i think um, you're uh, far uh, better at that subject and at no, no, articulating I mean like... such stuff <laughs> so I, i'll pass on that i'll leave it to you to share to, the life lessons to, li- to share no but what are your life lessons something that you have learned so far uh, in your life like some like for example uh, you said that you know you learned everything that we started in school is anyway obsolete or it's getting obsolete soon yeah. so something what have you learned that through your experiences in life uh, that i think in my experience i have not say uh, in my all my life but something that i've experienced after working recently is that um, you know your talent or your capability and your your all of that is overrated right now like the only thing uh, the only thing that is going to sort of uh, take you ahead is execution and how well you can execute uh, execute so yeah i must say uh, and it's very true no matter what yeah. we we give a lot of importance to talent uh, and and knowledge and information and yeah. your pedigree but all that becomes irrelevant if you don't execute so very yeah. well said and the last question to close out our podcast uh, what is the best piece of advice that you have ever received i think the best piece of advice that i've learned was uh, you, you know the funny part is that it's uh, something that um, you know i i just read this on online somewhere it just popped up and it's related to what i told earlier on implementation yeah. i saw this image that had this thing it 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 said talent dot 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 cheap yeah um inspiration you know like yeah. inspiration yeah. motivated inspiration dot 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 cheap yeah and execution yeah dot 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 expensive yeah no? so that really yeah. got me thinking and that was yeah. something that really got me yeah. moving but that i don't remember who put it up or what it was it just it just something that randomly flashed and something i really resonated with yeah no? that's true but aditya thank you so much you uh, your answers were brilliant and uh, i'm waiting to release this podcast and then also get more guests to speak about uh, their experiences as candidly and as eloquently as you spoke so thank you for giving me your time and thank you for being on the daily lawyer podcast thank uh, you so much for inviting me do you uh, want you've been very kind with your words yeah oh most welcome do you want yeah. to tell people where they can find you um, anything feel free Yes, uh, you can um, visit our website called neotrader. in. That is n e o t r a d e r. in, and all our social media handles: uh, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. 
is on the same name neotrader.in so if you can you can you can look us up across all social media platforms you can follow me personally as well on twitter uh, you can just go and write my name aditya ayer 89 and you can follow me on twitter and linkedin as well okay and so we'll 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 make sure to leave all of these handles in the show notes uh, so it will make it easier for everybody to follow you but thank you so much uh, i hope to see you soon keep doing all the good work that you're doing thanks aditya yes you're most welcome thank you